Hello, Little Giants Nation. Welcome to your home of Little Giants Athletics. This episode starts now. Let's talk some football. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Little Giants Radio. I am your host, John Fairbanks, and today I am joined by Matthew Snyder, our 2021-2022 Teacher of the Year, hey, hey. as well as a staff member on the Waynesboro football team. Um, coach Snyder, it's great to have you. It's great to be here, Coach. I appreciate you inviting me. Heck yeah, man. And I'm really excited about what we're going to talk about specifically today and raise awareness for primarily because this is actually how I fell in love with teaching when I was in college. And I kind of haven't talked to you about this at all because I wanted to save it for it, but when you're a football player, you have status. And you have a status in the community. Absolutely. And that status can be leveraged for good or for evil, right? And, Indeed. and especially when, I was, when we were in college, right? It was a whole nother playing football in the South, Football is a whole nother level. And interestingly, I think that still exists here, even in our community, where it just is football means something to people in the South. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. Football is a big deal in the South. And, and so when you can take folks that have that status and leverage it for good, there's some really cool things that can happen. And so I found that there were so many, um, when I was in college and playing football, there were so many community service opportunities. And my counselor just refused to allow me to lay in bed when I wasn't at school or at practice. And he would bug me all the time. Dude, you've got to come do this. Come do this. Come do this. And one of the things was going to elementary schools and reading to kids. You put your jersey on. You go to the, the east side. For us, the east side Gainesville was all free and reduced lunch, failing schools like it just was it was not good the whole situation of how that public school system was working was just disastrous on all levels of how you would um assess how a school is doing sure and so those were all the spots we always went to and dude when we walked in and we had our jersey on and we hung out with these second third fourth grade first grade kindergarten kids it was amazing where you sat and you hung, on to the, you hung out with these little dudes and are able to read them books and then maybe even hang out when they're at like recess or whatever. And man, it was one of those things that like hit me right in like my core where I was like, I could see myself doing this, like working with kids like this to be able to give them just any type of glimmer of hope. You know what I mean? These are the kids that are, taking ketchup packets home absolutely at, uh, over the weekend so that they can mix it with hot water and have soup because they don't have food. Yeah. Like it was that kind of thing where I was like, this is it. Like I dig this. Like if I get to go play in the league, I want to do that. But when I get done, I want to be able to come and be able to do this thing. And then I just happened to be a part one of, of our coaches thread is that everybody's going back and forth for the off season talking about stuff. And then you throw out like this little giants reader program that's existed not just this year, but for years. And I'm like, that's, I want to raise awareness to this because I don't know how well known it is. Sure, sure. So, t so tell me, uh, <clears throat> let's start from kind of from the beginning. The Little Readers Program, Little Giants Readers Program, that's your baby that you started here. Yes, sir. So tell me a little bit how that gets started. 
Well, my uh, my family and I, we moved here um, about six years ago, and um, I knew that when we were starting a young family here in a great community, I wanted to uh, do whatever I could to help make Waynesboro a better place, not just through teaching, not just through coaching, but, but how I can pour back into the community because um, we're surrounded by great people here. Um, I, I know that regardless of what school district you're in, there's going to be students who, who struggle with reading, who don't like reading, who don't see uh, the purpose or the joy that can be found in reading. And I also know that, you know, our student athletes don't always see themselves as actual leaders. You know, they, they, they think that they're just like all the other students and, and they happen to suit up on Friday nights. And so I wanted to take that and combine it together as an opportunity to get our kids out into the community with their younger, you know, uh, younger versions of themselves, basically, yeah. and and um, get to know them ultimately. It, it it becomes more than just the reading; it becomes fellowship. It becomes meeting your old teachers and 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 so much more. And so I wanted to make sure that you know our student athletes knew that they were more than just students and athletes. And so, you know, our, our mission behind the Giant Readers program was, was for our student-athletes to inspire and encourage the Waynesboro youth here to enjoy reading and to see the benefits of reading through Waynesboro High School football student-athletes. And that, that was the ultimate goal. Now, originally, it started off with baseball. Because um, you used to be, you used to help on the varsity squad for baseball, is that I, right? I did, yes, okay. sir. I started off uh, coaching uh, the JV boys and uh, moved on to varsity, and uh, I had an opportunity to coach football, which is uh, an absolute passion of mine, so I, I grabbed that bull by the horns, and, and that's why I'm I'm doing that now. Now, how long have you been part of the, I don't know the answer, this is why I'm asking, how long have you been part of the football staff? This, um, our off season right now, uh, it, it's still less than a year for me. Oh really? Um, the the baseball season ended last year, and um, Coach Jarvis reached out to me and said, "Hey, you know, we're we're looking for a defensive line coach," and um, I was like, "You know what? I'm I'm super interested in that." Um, funny yeah. enough, I played offensive line my entire life, so I think this is a good opportunity to see what it was like on the other side of the football. Sure, you know. Well, that's awesome. So you get started, you bring it in. I love the idea too because oftentimes. You need to kids need to be able to hear about academics in a um, from a different place. The way I've always described it to parents whenever I was in education was at some point you are going to become the, the the teacher from Charlie Brown. It's just going to be right. right? It's just going to be want 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 everything you say, and eventually teachers are are that as well. It's like, dude, I do not want to have to hear your voice or your face anymore. I'm sick of it. But if you can get somebody that's coming from just a different angle to almost say literally, it could literally be word for word. They could say the exact same things that the parents are saying. They're saying the exact same things that the teachers are saying. But the fact that it's coming either from a coach, a mentor, a player, a former player, alumni, if they say, hey, man, like reading's actually kind of cool. It sure is. And like this is awesome. All of a sudden it's like, oh, okay, maybe it isn't stupid and maybe this is okay and maybe it is all right to be i mean I'm, i remember experiencing that in real time watching dudes that came in and like dude you're you're allowed to be smart like you're allowed to kind of get a's 
Like it's it's you can be a great athlete and not be a jerk in the classroom. Absolutely. And it would took a couple of guys to be able to do that to start to kind of catch on for people to be like, all right, it's a cool. Like I can sit in the front of the classroom. Like I can just listen to the teacher and and not get in trouble and like get good grades. Like that would be cool. Like now that is cool. So I love that that angle of kind of essentially it's it's leveraging which hey, you're football players. Let's leverage this piece and now let's tie in the academics part, which I really like. Absolutely. And it's 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 a great experience um just all around, you know. I, every year it's the same thing. Even our returning guys um you know, we hop in the white van and we cruise to the elementary schools and that first book, that first classroom, um, the first group of students and, and uh, the teacher that welcomes us, our, our players are nervous. They have the shakes. Sure. Their, their hands are clammy and their, their voices are a little shaky and they're not quite sure what the heck they're doing there. And, and by the end of the day, they feel so encouraged. And, and I hope much like the, our younger students do that, um, you know, reading a book out loud wasn't such a scary thing after all. And, you know, these uh, little, little ones that were sitting on the carpet in front of these students, they are uh, our, our boys. They they went from, uh, you know, being these little monsters that are going to attack them. Right. <laughs> right. To, to being their best friends. And the the kids, they color pictures for the players and, and they want to take pictures with them mm-hmm. and they want to be them. Yeah. And that's that's so encouraging to everyone who's involved you know the teachers that are there it's it's confirmation that what they're doing is for a good cause yeah. you know that you know we were talking before the, the teacher pay is not the greatest thing in the world right we we, we don't show up knowing that we're going to make bank today right, uh, right. and sure. we may not reach out to every kid but we need those reminders every once in a while that yeah like we're we're here we're here for a purpose and that purpose is real and uh you know the the football players those are the memories, you know, 10, 15, 20 years from now when they forgot what English class was like in 11th grade. They'll remember moments like these. It's just for like sure. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, for, for sure. And I love the idea that it's like I can go out and play on Fridays. I can play under the lights. I can play in front of, you know, hundreds of people. But as soon as I walk into a classroom with 17 kindergartners, like freeze up. I don't know what I'm going to yeah. do. It's like there's blood in the water, and I'm yeah. now like in front of a bunch of piranhas that are going to yeah. eat me alive. And you're the chum. And, yeah, <laughs> I love that because it is. It, it gets very overwhelming, but I really love the idea that it um, it kind of, I think the real real talk is that as a player when you go into that situation and you get the opportunity to be able to read to these kids, you start to appreciate where you are at that moment and what you mean. Like kind of where you were talking about the idea where it's like you don't, as players, you don't realize that you're leaders. Right. And you don't realize that when you put that jersey on and kids see you and you don't realize that impact that you're making and you are thrust into that where it's like you can't hide from that fact when you're in that classroom. Those little kids are hanging on every word to where I would be willing to guarantee you that that's the best that that class will have behaved during reading time than they have all year. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? Because we just know that that's how it works. Because like, oh, football players are here, and now they're locked in. They're yeah. ready to listen. And 
for the guys on our side that are coming from the high school to go do this and experience it, you shared, I'm not going to share any names, but you shared some cool stories of the fact that guys that are about to go and do this and they are going to read out loud in front of a group of people in a room are, they're guys that, hey, they they have 504s. They have IEPs. And if you don't know what that those phrases mean, right, it's, those are not you, coach, but for the listener. Right. It is like these are going to be things where they, they need extra assistance. They need to be able to have special plans to give them extra time or be able to do different accommodations for the, themselves because of it could be from disabilities, all different types of things. Absolutely. And yet those guys feel empowered to go. And it's almost like to showcase the hard work. And I think it's really important. The same where like my, my oldest son has dyslexia, right? It is really powerful for him to know other people that have been successful and have done great things in their lives that have dyslexia. Sure. And so I think that's a really big deal for some of these dudes where it's like in the back of their mind, they can know like, hey, I'm doing this. And it's one of those things where it's like, I I have a 504 or I have an IEP or I have ADD or whatever it's going to be. And it's like, and I've been able to do this academically. It's almost like being able to kind of show off and flex those muscles that maybe Oftentimes it can be things that you're getting made fun of with your friends, right? You, uh, you're kind of dealing with a lot of that where it's like now you almost get to get appreciated for something so simple as reading. Absolutely. And I think we take advantage. I think we um, don't take advantage of that. I think we don't fully appreciate the impact that that is. Yeah, and, and I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because I think it's important for us as coaches, adults, leaders to take the opportunity, you know, to, to acknowledge that. You know, we've got students that are, are our student athletes are going to show up in a couple weeks to these schools and do things that they're not comfortable doing. Right. And, and you know, that, I don't want to say sometimes, I would say always that is required of true leaders. You're going to be forced to, to break out of your comfort zone and to fight past the thresholds. A lot of times we think about a threshold as being something physical that we have to break through as an athlete, but it more oftentimes it happens in the classroom than it happens on the football field, that we run into these thresholds, things that are telling us, no, we can't do it. And it's important for us to remind our players, yes, you can. And I think this opportunity gives them the the visible proof to say, yes, not only can you, but you are right now. And while you're doing it, you're impacting kids who want to be you someday in this community, in Waynesboro, and uh, I think that's powerful. And that, that's something that you can't take away. Yeah. And like you said, it, it sticks with those, the sticks with the little guys of experiencing that. And obviously it sticks with the players get to participate. So this is going to be your fourth year doing this. Yes, sir. What is, what are you, what would you like to accomplish? What would you like to see happen with this um, Little Giants Reader program in, in a perfect world? If you could say, hey, I, I started this thing four years ago. Where would you like it to go? In, in a perfect world, I would like to see this become something more than um, a once a year activity. Sure. You know, um, I think it's important. You know, there are other reading uh, models out there where, you know, so and so basketball player that happen to, happens to have a driver's license in his own car maybe once a month can go to that elementary school and read to the kids for a half an hour. Um, in between classes or during his lunch break and then hop back. Yeah. You know, it's it's a big undertaking. It, it requires a lot of preparation. 
to get all of these players in one van to all of these elementary schools and, and somehow knock all of this out in one day and, and still have time to take them out to lunch because we have to fellowship. You know, that's a big deal. We have to laugh and reminisce and talk about all of the amazing experiences we just had. Yeah. It, it's, it's a lot of work to do that. So ultimately what I'd like to see is for this to garner a little more support. I want to see more people say, hey, I really love what you did here. I want to see this happen once a month. I want to see you come to elementary schools. And, and better yet, our, our kiddos from the elementary school, we want to get them to the high school. We want to show them what school is going to look like for them someday. And we want to see, we want our kiddos to see these football players in, in their environment, in their classroom, you know, and create almost a, a big brother little brother mentality yeah yeah know? and so this this is something that can play out for years to come and, and it requires a lot of manpower to be able to do that and i would imagine that since this is your brainchild as every good person that's ever the tip of the spear for any idea this is all your responsibility <laughs> right it sure feels like it absolutely so i imagine a big piece too is being able to lock arms with other head coaches that kind of feel this call, right? Feel this call to be involved and pick up, it's a phrase I use all the time, right? Pick up that rifle, pick up that mantle and shoulder that burden within their own group of dudes. And understand I'm from California, all you listeners. So dudes are chicks, are chick dudes and male dudes. So understand this is a non-gendered phrase when I say dude. So whether you're a volleyball coach of young ladies, which, by the way, volleyball was a male sport where I was from, <laughs> right? Or you do the softball or baseball or underwater basket weaving or whatever it is that you do. If you feel called, I imagine you're not like as, as a coach listening to this. If you feel so called to be involved, I'm sure you're not going to be frustrated, coach. Not at all. If they reach out to you and say, hey, how can I get involved? How can I? bring this program over and kind of help you start to naturally spiderweb this thing out. Right. And and that would be um, not only an honor for for those to reach out. And I've, and I've had some coaches reach out in the past, um, want to emulate a sim, simu, similar model. Um, but that's why I called it, you know, the Waynesboro High School Giant Readers Program, not Coach Snyder's Giant Readers Program. <laughs> it's, it's not mine to keep. It's it's mine to to pass on, to hand out, to share you know, and, and it takes a community to do that. Yeah, I dig that. What is the best way for anybody that's listening to this, whether they want to help make things happen, whether they want to help sponsor it, help help you with it, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you, Coach? Well, you know, um, there, there's a lot of people in the community that already have my phone number. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if I would necessarily recommend putting it out there. but I'm, uh, Yeah, I'm not going to give that number out loud, but I'm sure if you <laughs> right. don't have it, you know someone who does. Um, <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm a teacher and a coach here at Waynesboro High School. Um, I teach algebra, and um, I'm, I'm here for the long haul, Coach. Yeah. Um, my email address is msnyder at waynesboro.k12.va.us. Nicely Shoot done. me an email. I'm here. The world's longest email address is kind of family. Bravo. Well, I really, really like that, Coach. And I do hope that it grows. I know that I'm hoping that this helps put um, more attention on it. Like I said, I didn't know it existed until I saw it in the group thread. I'm hoping that a bunch of the listeners didn't know it existed either and be able to start to get this spread out and um, get more guys involved. Coach, when is it that you are going to go 
and do this big day where you hit every one of the elementary schools. And tell me again, what are all the elementary schools you guys hit? All right. So um, we're going to, it's Read Across America Week. I don't remember the exact days of that week, but right smack dab in the middle is March 6th. It's a Wednesday. That's the day we're going to hop in the van and hit all four elementary schools. And, and they're great schools. Um, we've got Winona Elementary. We've got William Perry Elementary. We have Berkeley Glen Elementary. And we have Westwood Hills Elementary. And I, I've got to tell you, um, if, if you're not part of the school system, if you haven't been there, I'm sure that there are some schools you hear negative things. Oh, you don't, you don't want to send your kid there. Send them here. And I'm here to tell you, all four of these elementary schools are tops. They're amazing. Their administrators are amazing. The teachers are amazing. The kids are even better. I love that. I love that, Coach. Well, I think that that is going to wrap us up. If you own a local business in the Shenandoah Valley, you want to be able to support Waynesboro High School's Little Giant football team. Advertise and sponsor right here on Little Giants Radio. You can email advertise at shenvalleysportsnetwork.com for details. And tune in next week for our next check-in on the football team. Thanks again, Coach. Go Giants. Little Giants Radio Football Edition will be back next week. You can follow all things Little Giants football on social media at BoroughFootballVA. That's B-O-R-O Football V-A. You can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, X, TikTok, and Facebook. Be sure to subscribe to Little Giants Radio anywhere you listen to podcasts. Leave us a five-star review and share with your friends. One, two, three, four, one!